Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Hey, welcome back to Gwen and Chris. Happy hour time. Uh, final uh, couple of segments together here before we turn it over to Sammy Levitt and the Padre pregame show. Chris Hello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. in and around uh, the program all afternoon. And of course, now he's uh, battening down the hatches at Petco Park, getting ready for the call of tonight's game with Jesse Agler. Uh, that will follow Sammy Levitt's pregame show here. We have our visit with Scott Hansen of the NFL Network, played a little bit earlier in the program. We'll have that for you coming up in about 20 minutes again. And uh, I'll tell you what, Scott Hansen, he is the man. He is the man. So uh, we're excited about having him on the show. Or We were excited about having him on. We're excited you'll have a chance to listen to that. Uh, a couple of uh, things we haven't talked about yet today, Scraby. Uh, this is first and foremost that we haven't talked about. Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher mm. Julio Urias yeah. arrested on domestic violence charges. Felony domestic violence charges late Sunday night. It is the second domestic violence arrest in the last four years for the 27-year-old. Uh, he was arrested at a, just after 11 o'clock Pacific time. 11 p.m. or 11 p.m. Booked into jail around 1 a.m. Released on a $50,000 bond at 4.45 in the morning. Has a court date of September 27th. A lot of people are wondering what the Dodgers are going to do with uh, Julio Arias. Uh, Dave Roberts said before the game tonight, quote, for us, now it's day-to-day. I don't want to get too far ahead of things. As time's gone on with certain things, you learn that simplifying day-to-day is the best way to handle it. Uh, Roberts said, I haven't addressed the team. I think everybody's aware of it. I think everybody feels the same way as far as I do. Very unfortunate circumstances. I don't think anybody knows all that has gone on and went on, et cetera, et cetera. Major League Baseball is investigating this case. Now, here's my thing. Pretty much the same as it always is, Scrape. Urias or anyone. Um, yeah, I'm, into the, uh, I'm into the world of second opportunities. I'm into the world of uh, even mistakes this Bad. I mean, this is domestic violence is about as, as yeah. brutal as it gets. Now, you know, whether 
You know, it happened. It didn't happen. I, I haven't seen a video, nor have you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, innocence, guilt. I mean, I'm not really judging any of that because I don't know any of that. I know that it was enough to get him a 20-game suspension the first time around. All right? Yeah. Even though he wasn't charged with anything the first time around. Mm-hmm. And the Dodgers um, stood by him. The Dodgers said, hey, this is a good guy. This is a guy who might have made a mistake, but we believe in him, and uh, we're going to stick with him, and we're going to support him. And everything I read on Julio Arias last night, and I read an article that Bill Plaschke wrote in the L.A. Times, uh, said that the Dodger fans loved Julio Arias, loved him, always gave the biggest cheers to Julio Arias, even after this first domestic violence situation. Uh, he's revered in Los Angeles. as uh, a terrific teammate, terrific guy. But now that this has happened for a second time, and it... I don't know. You can, you can do the guilt-innocence thing and, and, and give me that argument if you want to. But if you're arrested on felony domestic violence charges, that sounds like you were hitting somebody. Well, it just does. Well, the uh, yeah, the charge is actually corporal injury on a spouse. Yeah, which, it's uh, not pretty. Yeah, it's not pretty. Um, Dodgers now have to rid themselves of Julio Arias, and I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know what the. I think he might be a free agent. He is, but I'm talking about. I mean, oh, you mean like right now? Let him go. Yes, at the end of this season. The season gets over. Does he? Does he ever pitch for the Dodgers again? Is what I'm. What I'm saying. I I would say probably not. Just to see what they did with Trevor Bauer, and Trevor Bauer was a different situation, but it's still terrible all the way around. Similar in a lot of ways, but different in a lot of ways. But they that was the last time he pitched for the Dodgers was the last time that he pitched for the Dodgers. I don't think the Dodgers have any other choice but to move on from Julio Rios. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think I don't, they can pitch him. He's not with the team on this road trip in Miami. Um. Anyway, it's not. It's just it's like too bad. It, it, I guess I can easily say when there's smoke, there's fire. I will wait for more information on this, but I'm with we you, probably Chris. should just wait for more. I mean, I, I, I've read I've read a lot of things that said exactly what happened, and eyewitness accounts, but I don't really believe any of that stuff. Oh well, I haven't read yet. any of that. You know, so I well, I mean, they're Twitter eyewitness uh, okay. accounts. Never mind. <laughs> so you know, they they they're a guy hold. who's living in his mom's basement in Kansas who has the the scoop. Yeah. So I'm just going to let that go for now. But uh, I will say this. The Dodgers are going to gonna have to be without Julio Rios moving forward. I think they probably will. I mean, they, so, can't, ha- they, can't, they can't keep him on the team after Jeff the second Passen time. Jeff Passan on ESPN is talking about the likelihood of him even playing baseball again. Well, he's the first player ever uh, to be – I guess he's not suspended yet, but to be second placed on a Second domestic list. violence yeah. arrest. Yeah. Yeah. So um, – Shame on Julio Rios. And and I I can't even say shame on the Dodgers for giving him a second chance because I don't mind giving a second chance. They believed in him. They stood by him. They said, you know, he had some issues. He had to get over it. He had to work on it. He did, apparently, they thought. And now he, you know, 
He's he's made them all look really, really bad. Yeah, I mean, so. I just I was talking to a friend over the weekend about this. I just have never gotten to that point with anyone where I've wanted to hit them. I've never hit. I've never been in a fight like a real fight. I've never hit anyone for no reason. Yeah. It just doesn't cross my mind. To I do figure if like I, that. I figure if I haven't hit you by now, I'm probably not going to hit anybody. So <laughs> same, same, buddy. <laughs> same goes for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's that's a sorry story. Yeah, it, it is. really is. It, it is. is. It's just a sorry story. And I, I don't like you know it, it's it's really easy to pile on someone like that, and, and if he did it, he should be piled on, but. I, I just got to. Well, people are piling on the Dodgers now, of course. And, and it's they, and, and if you're a Padre fan, you're you're just like salivating at the prospect of piling on the Dodgers for this one. But there's actually someone who. But was these it, are people her. involved, and uh, there's a woman somewhere that may have been getting hit by yeah. this guy. Yeah, uh, a wife, a mother. I don't know if a someone, mother. I'm yeah. just saying. I, yeah, it's just just a sorry story. It is, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, all right. Um, let's see. Some of the other things over the weekend we haven't mentioned. Uh, the Aztecs did play football Saturday night. Couldn't see it because it was on CBS Sports Network. You don't get that channel? No, you have to pay like an extra $80 for a sports package. You're not doing you that. MLB no. Network and CBS Sports You're Network. You're not doing that. No, I don't watch yeah. CBS Sports Network that much. All right. Well, I hope. Are they on ESPN this weekend? Because if they look. are, I'm in deep trouble. Uh, let me look. Right, because I can't watch if they're on ESPN. Well, this weekend. what is uh, is you is uh, Pac-12 on ESPN? No, Pac-12 Network's not connected to ESPN. ACC Network. It's on CBS or... proper. Oh, yeah, CBS. All I right. get that one. Uh, Aztecs will be taking on UCLA this week. I can only say this about the Aztecs football. Kirk Kenny will talk with us more about this tomorrow in his weekly Aztec report with us. Um, if the Aztecs play like they did Saturday night this weekend against UCLA, they'll lose by five touchdowns. Have you looked at the spread yet? Uh, it's two touchdowns. Yeah. Spread is 14 points. I well, moved down. You know what? 13 and a half, so. 13 no. and a half, take, 14, take it, take whatever it. it is. The Aztecs have got to do better than what they did the other night. I they Again, Jalen Maiden, it's a work. I, you know, the whole thing, new, you know, Ryan Lindley, work in progress, young wide receivers. It's not easy, but 87 yards passing against Idaho State, 87. Now, Jalen Maiden ran for 130-some-odd yards, which is like a quarterback record for the Aztecs. He broke uh, Kevin O'Connell's old record. What is he doing doing that for? Well, it's a rushing quarterback deal. So he beat beat O'Connell's old record. But I, I just... You can run for 132 yards when you're that much more athletically gifted than your opponent. And Jalen Maiden is that much more gifted than you know anybody Idaho State had. You should also pitch, but you pitch. should be throwing for more than eighty-seven yeah, yards. I and I mean against Idaho State, and the Essex also made fourteen penalties for one hundred and sixty yards or some crazy thing like that. I, oh my was, gosh! It was painful to watch them try to you know get up and down the field without you know. Shooting themselves in the foot, as it were. When I was playing high school football with Kevin O'Connell, who was my teammate, and he is now the head coach of the Minnesota Vikings. And your locker was right next to him. Right, right next to him. Yeah. Uh, and I was a scout team, team yeah. player of the year. 
Um, I forgot what I was even going to say. <laughs> yes, you got so excited to regurgitate uh, oh, all of that stuff. We had so many penalties my senior year in the first couple games that the coaches instituted a punishment, and we would have to run a gasser for every penalty that we had. Oh, boy. And uh, we well, had one of those games that was like 10 penalties, and we ran 10 gassers. Well, and the I Aztecs almost had, died. If Brady Hoke made the Aztecs do that today then uh, none of them would be available for this upcoming weekend's game. I don't think it's fair, by the way. Side note, I don't think it's fair that after your second gasser after a full football practice, you should be timed and have to run more because that's just we're just high school. We're just high school kids. I mean, I physically can't run any faster than have to play football. I don't, but Anyway, anyway, Aztecs got to play a whole lot better than that uh, to have any chance against UCLA. That'll be Saturday evening at four thirty. They got to beat up. Chip Kelly just because they have to. Just because he's so smug, and because UCLA pulled that crap to the Holiday Bowl a couple years ago. Yeah, the Aztecs for all of us have to beat UCLA. Absolutely, Saturday. Absolutely. All right, here, here to Brady Hoke. We'll talk more about that tomorrow. Uh, Bob Melvin was asked about whether Manny Machado would even play third base again this entire season. Manny is uh, in the lineup tonight, but he's DHing with Matthew Batten at third base. We know Manny's got the injury situation. Should we hear what Bob Melvin had to yes. say? He's going to start off talking about Robert Suarez facing life hitters, um, and then he'll go into that stuff. All right. Yeah, we're just trying to keep his arm going to where, you know, when those 10 days are up, he's ready to go. I think we'll do one more of these with him before, but everything looked good to me. Any update on you, Darvish? Uh, he played catch today. It felt good, but, you know, similar to the Joe situation, you know, each and every day we'll see what, what the next day brings, but didn't hear anything today that would suggest he didn't feel, you know, that he felt bad. Okay. Any progress on Manny's elbow situation? I think each and every day he DHs, we gain a little bit of ground with it. I'm not sure if and when he plays third base at this point, but um, you know, last couple of days he's taken some, maybe some more aggressive swings and has been driving the ball. So uh, maybe may, gives him a little bit each and every day that you know it's not as taxing when you're having to make throws on top of it. How close is G. Choi to rejoining the team? Looks like he's getting in his rehab games. Yeah, I'm not sure yet. So you know, just just I think it was El Paso. He's going to El Paso today. So. You know, we'll monitor that situation and, you know, see where the fit is at some point in time. But we want him comfortable. We want him playing some games, you know, in the field and see where we go from there. You say if and when Manny will play third base. There's, there's a chance it's if. There's a chance he... I don't, I don't want to rule it out, so I'm not really sure. The goal is obviously to get that, like not just DH though, the rest of the way. There's it like, would, but whether or not he's able to do it. I mean, he went through a significant period where it was bothering him, you know, both ways. He never says anything about it. But I, I just want to try to give him a break here, you know, give him several days in a row where he's DHing and maybe he's making a little bit of progress. But I, I, I'm not sure when he, if and when he makes it on the field. You know, Manny not playing third base is almost like a reason for me not to want to go to the game. Really? I, I don't mean to be that dramatic about it, but that's how much I love watching the guy play third base. Yeah, you see things that you don't, you don't normally even, see. Right. You don't think about that when he's just DH and you go, well, at least he's in the lineup. That's good. You know, we got his bat in there. He yeah, but he is, such, he is such an unbelievable third baseman that I would you know, miss him just being a fan at the game, yeah. not being able to see him play third base. 
But uh, that's just the way it goes right now. Maybe, maybe the fact that he's not playing third base right now, they'll give him the Gold Glove at the end, which he deserves finally. <laughs> One of these days, I don't know. One don't of these days, that. they'll listen to my 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 pleas, Your pleas and my yes. cries for help. I mean, last year when we Manny. interviewed him, you asked him about Nolan Arnato, and I know, and, and he and, said all the right things. Yeah, but not officially, I could see it in his eye that he wanted that Gold Glove. Well, he deserves to win a Gold Glove. Manny Machado can't win a Gold Glove. That is crazy. I mean, I know Arnato's great, but come on, he's not that. I mean, he's not that much better. He shouldn't win it every single year. I agree, but he does. <laughs> but he does. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, we'll get back into the National Football League. Scott Hansen, the host of the NFL Red Zone, otherwise known on this program as God. He will uh, be our guest after we check traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 